Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Don't worry, I won't keep you too long. I just wanted to go over the importance of this feast. The early church had the feast of um, Epiphany or Theophany as almost equal rank to Easter, actually. So we didn't even celebrate Christmas in the early church. We celebrated um, Theophany and we celebrated Easter, or the Feast of the Resurrection. And there's only one Orthodox Church who's maintained that tradition until now between the Eastern and the Oriental, and that is the Armenian Orthodox Church. They only celebrate on January 6th, and that is on the Gregorian calendar, that's the Feast of Theophany, um, 19th on the Julian, which is why we're celebrating it today. So this feast, which is called Epiphany or Theophany, Epiphany means revelation, right? And Theophany means God revealed. Um, and so the reason why we, we prefer the name Theophany is because for us, this is the first time in history where the Holy Trinity is manifested in a physical way all at the same time, right? When people ask, why do you believe in the Holy Trinity? Is there any evidence? Among other scriptural references, this is the first time where we witnessed physically. We saw Christ, right, the Son. We saw the Holy Spirit descending like a dove, and they heard the voice of the Father in the heavens. So that in and of itself is obviously for us a very big deal. Um, because it is a tenet of our faith, which is why following this, when we say the Creed, I hope you're paying attention, because in the Creed we're testifying what we believe, right? And in the Creed we're saying, I believe in God the Father, I believe in His only begotten Son, and I believe in the Holy Spirit, right? And so this is, a, the, the Creed is an expansion of our core belief in the Trinity, which is why this feast, one of the reasons why this feast is a really, really important feast for the Church. The other reason is one that we don't talk about enough, right? During Advent, we talked a lot about um, why did God create man, right? What is the reason for the Incarnation? We talked about those things. We talked about how sin as disease entered into man. If you read carefully in the scriptures, especially in Genesis, we see something very important that is mentioned almost in passing that almost we don't uh, realize was even commented on. We see this obscure verse that the Father has meditated on, um, where God says, I believe it's Genesis 4, it might have been in 5, My spirit will no longer dwell in man, and my spirit will no longer strive with men. He is saying that if you don't want me, I'm not going to argue with you. Okay, so if you don't want to have communion with me, I'm not going to force you. And so he says, I will remove my spirit from man. So man, when he was created, humans, when we, were, when we were formed, we were actually given the Holy Spirit. Not just our human spirit, but we were given the Holy Spirit. And we lost the gift of the Holy Spirit when we continued in sin. Right? This is why even St. Paul says to us, don't quench the Spirit. Right? It is possible to quench the Spirit's work in you. And that's why he says it. And so theophany is a very big deal because man had lost the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in him. Right? The Holy Spirit in the Old Testament worked externally on the people of God. Right? So would, the Holy Spirit would grant specific gifts. If somebody was anointed as a prophet, the Spirit would give him to say, but the Holy Spirit wasn't dwelling in man anymore. It was giving specific gifts to people as was needed for the people of God. And it was given to people specifically of rank, whether they were a judge, a prophet, or a priest. And this is why... God spoke on the mouth of the prophets and said, this arrangement isn't working, right? This is why he said there's going to need to be a new covenant. He said that no longer, right, this is what we read on the Feast of, of the Nativity, 
right, is that no longer will man require someone else to tell them, behold, this is God or who is God, because I will make a new covenant with them. I myself will come, I will dwell in them, and I will teach each one who am I, right? This was the promise of the Holy Spirit. And there are obviously many other verses about the promise of the Spirit. And so what our Lord did for us in His being baptized was not for Himself, right? God, as the Son, is still united with the Father and the Holy Spirit. He didn't need to be baptized, right? Christ did not have any sin to be forgiven. Christ did not need to reconcile Himself with the Father and the Holy Spirit. Because He's already in perfect unity, He's already sinless, and He already is dwelling with them. But what we celebrate today is that the Lord, on behalf of humanity, received again the Holy Spirit. We talked about how we were in the image and likeness of God, and that it fell, right? That our continual sin was like this marring of the image, right? And, and that marring of the image is, is the disease of sin. Our Lord, when He was incarnate, what we celebrated was God's renewal of humanity, right? That God once again restored man to what man was supposed to look like, right? To His own perfection. And because He did this, now it is possible for us to live in communion with the Holy Spirit, right? And that's why the Feast of Theophany was considered higher than even the Feast of the Nativity. Because this great gift was given to us that once again that humans could have the indwelling of, of God Himself. That again, humans could have God living, actually living, inside of them. Not just in this external relationship, but in an internal relationship. And that is why our Lord shortly after says, the kingdom of heaven is within you. Why? Because I dwell in you. Right? Now you, your own body has become my own temple. It has become my own throne. And the kingdom of heaven is within you. So I just ask that we meditate on that in this coming season is, do I recognize the gift of the Holy Spirit, that this is the new covenant, right? The new covenant is that the Holy Spirit dwell in me and teach me. And do I spurn this grace, right? Do I quench this spirit, or do I actively live a life in which I can live um, in communion and blessing with the Holy Spirit? And glory be to God forever and ever. Amen.